Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Moto Convo, the motocross and supercross-based podcast. Just a quick shout-out to our sponsors, Tag Metals Racing. They make handlebars, chains, grips, sprockets, you name it. I will leave their link in the description so you can go check them out. Also, Duver Snow Plowing. In Iowa, it's either winter or about to be winter, but Duver Snow Plowing will get the snow out of your hair, and we can move right back into moto season. Thank you guys for the sponsorship, and thank you guys for listening. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Moto Convo, the motocross and supercross based podcast here on Anchor FM or Spotify or Striper or wherever you're listening, Google Podcast. You know the deal. You know the biz. It's Moto Convo. I'm the host again, Kevin Duver. I got a new phone today and... The memo pad, the memo app that I keep all the podcast ideas and stuff on, didn't cross over to my new phone, the Galaxy S9, which is super sweet, by the way. Super sweet. <laughs> um, Alright, let's cut to the biz. <clears throat> Pull up my memo pad here. This episode is Motocross of Nations Predictions. I'm going to try and keep this episode super short so you can listen to it, and it's Friday right now, so it's about that time. It's about that time. I'm going to start racing. (laughs) So, predictions for the Motocross of Nations of 2018 in Redbud, Michigan, that I'm not at because my baby's birth is right around the corner, which I'm okay with, (laughs) and... That also saved me. Thank you, future son or daughter. We're not sure yet. Thank you for saving me at least three to five hundred bucks given travel and tickets and food and all that stuff. So, you know what? I actually don't mind watching it from the TV either. I mean, it's it'd be a an experience live, of course, but uh, you get you get to stay so much more up to date with info watching it because the cameras are always on the on the on the What's the word I just said? On the info, on the important stuff. So, let's talk some teams first. Before we get into my predictions too much, let's talk about the teams. I'm going to run over some uh, two, four, six, eight, eight teams, um, and then mention a few notable mentions, and we'll get into classes and racers and stuff like that. So, Team USA, I'm going to start with because... You guessed it. I'm from the U.S. Tomac, Barsha, and Plessinger. Obviously, Tomac, congratulations to him. He won the 450 title, outdoor title here in the U.S. And uh, Plessinger won the 250 title. And Barsha, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but I know Barsha, he definitely had some excellent races right at the end of the season. He... Um, I th- oh man, I feel bad not being correct if I say this, but I think I believe I know he won at least one moto at Unadilla. Unadilla, I'm pretty sure he went one one, um, but I would have to double check that. And right now my computer is busy exporting the vlog, the Kahoka vlog makeshift vlog that will be up on Moto Convo's YouTube page today. So we get all the we get some moto stuff posted today, and we have some nice racing this weekend so 
Let's move on to Team Germany because it has a notable mention of the U.S. Uh, uh, U.S. What's it called? U.S. roster. Um, speaking of the Nationals, anyways, Team Germany is Roxen, Nagel, and Jacoby. That's how it looks, so that's how I'm going to pronounce it, and let's continue on through the rest of my list here. Italy has TC222, Tony Cairoli, uh, Lupino, Cervellin. Cervellin? Um, could be totally wrong because it's Italian, but <laughs> uh, Cairoli got second in the 450 class for the MXGP World Championship, which leads us to the winner and what I would say the captain of Team Nether- the Netherlands, Jeffrey Hurlings, the bullet, as they say, correct? He is on a team with Koldenhoff, and oh man, this is a good one. Vladern? I'm going to go with that. I said it once, that's all I'm going to say it, but (laughs) seriously, please don't take offense if I mispronounce these names. Um, I wish I knew exactly what they were. Um, France. Let's talk France because, well, we'll mention that later. But you know what I'm about to say about France. We have Paulin Ferrandis. Ferrandis was doing excellent in the 250s here in the U.S. Um, and obviously, Paulin is doing well over in uh, the MXGP circuit. And then Tixier. Tixier? Uh, it's T-I-X. So, I mean, I, I'm just going to butcher the rest of these. So just hang with me. <laughs> Moving to Spain with Prado. Mr. Prado. That's not a Spanish accent. Um, That's just a movie accent I saw somewhere mixed with I don't know what. (laughs) Obviously, he won the 250 championship over in... He won the 250 world championship. So, congratulations to Hurlings, Tomac, Plessinger, Prado. You guys killed it. Jonas, I was predicting to come back and take the championship from Prado. But, as we know, unfortunately... He had sustained an injury from a crash, and he will also be out of the um, designations at Redbud this weekend. So we have Prado, Prado, Boutron, and Campano. Campano, one of those two. Moving on to some names that you you will recognize if you kept up with the MXGP circuit for a while from Team Belgium. Have Clement DeSalle, um, Van Horbeek, and Geertz. Geertz, one of the two. Like I said, I apologize for mispronouncing your name. Let's talk about, before we leave the teams, Team Puerto Rico. You know who I'm talking about. So, Team Puerto Rico, we have Wyndham, Sipes, and Mr. Travis Pastrana. TP199. Man, I am so, so psyched to see Pastrana and Wyndham back. But just psyched in general about this motocross of nations. It's going to be, oh man, I'm so excited. And then uh, two notable mentions. Uh, we'll touch on one because it's a short subject, but then we'll go back to... Um, we're going to mention Team France because everyone knows that drama hanging around Team France. Tim Geiser will unfortunately miss the event, um, much like Jonas, um, except I believe Geiser uh, crashed in um, a like an off... Like off uh, schedule like he was practicing. I think I'm, I believe if I read right on MXGP's um, website that he actually crashed while practicing for the weekend, and for that reason he will unfortunately be missing the event. But Team France, let's talk some drama. 
You know how we like drama. Not really. We just uh, talk about it, right? So, Muskan, Marvin Muskan. I made a mistake in the vlog of saying that I was excited to see him battle with everyone. Hmm, well, I would be excited to see that. And you can obviously Google Muskan and Motocross of Nations, and you will see there was some fallout, a little bit of fallout from that. I think it would have been awesome to see Muskan riding for uh, the French, but it is what it is. Um, I do like Marvin as a racer. Before we leave the teams too much and kind of go on to my predictions, because I want to zoom right through this, like I said, and keep this short and sweet so you can just listen to it and move on to the racing. Um, I like all these guys. Everyone I listed, Barca, Plessinger, Rocks and Noggle, Tomac, Hurlings, uh, Cairoli, Koldenhoff, um, everyone, Ferrandis, Sipes, Pastrana. I mean, who doesn't like Pastrana? Um, Butron. Prado, everyone. I like all these guys. Wyndham, I grew up watching Wyndham when he was racing the CRF 450R against the CR 250R of Mr. Ricky Carmichael. Ah, good old days. So that is, um, obviously I'm not going to go through all the countries and teams that are there, but that is um, eight of the teams. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, just making sure. That's eight of the teams with a bunch of notable names or mentions. Um, I'm certainly leaving out a bunch of notable names and mentions. So um, if you're not, if you don't mention on this list, by all means, I hope you do well this, this weekend. Um, so let's just jump into the 250s, shall we? So Aaron Plessinger, obviously it's his first motocross of nations. And if you have seen any, well, most recently, if you've seen his haircut, <laughs> go, go AP. But if you've seen any, um, in interviews with AP, you know that he is pumped and I'm excited for Plessinger to be in it. I think that he, man, I just, I'm going to say this a whole bunch throughout this episode, but I feel like it's just going to be like a good, good old, like warrior match. That's what I'm hoping for. Like I mentioned the vlog, like good Titan match, just a bunch of top notch racers going at it from different countries. Um, I did see that it rained in Redbud. Uh, I think it was today it rained. So I'm hoping that the track dries out a little bit just because the mud will kind of take away from it. Like it, um, mud is an equalizer, so to speak, but at the same time, like I want that good, fast motocross race and like, like a little dangerous. Cause you know, that's what we accept. like we talked about in the last episode, we accept the danger, but it's just, it makes for good race and just see people wide open going for it. It is dangerous, but, um, by the good grace of the Lord, no one will, um, leave this event with anything less than, um, you know, any, any kind of injury, anything like that. So two fifties, I think AP, I think Plessinger is going to win it as far as like, uh, the, uh, the races itself, the MX two class, I think Plessinger can do it. Um, he seems pumped. And as long as he doesn't get too cocky, I think that, um, he can definitely do it. And then obviously Prado, He's obviously the number one contender for Plessinger just because, I mean, he's the man over there for the two, the MX2 class. Um, also, I wanted to mention Ferrandis, uh, kind of like a coming home party, except it's in the U.S. Just because, uh, much like Roxon, who I'll mention a little bit later, um, they came, both him and Roxon came from the MXGP circuit. So, um, kind of a coming home party for him, but I think it's going to go... In that order, at least, I'm not sure where I'll put Ferrandis. Um, like, I'm not, I'm not super, um, 
super knowledgeable about the MX2 class or 250s. <clears throat> Excuse me, got a frog in my throat. <clears throat> but I do think that Plessinger is going to take it. As far as the 450s, oh man, let's start some drama. How dare I say this as an American? I think Hurlings is going to win. I think Hurlings is going to do it. Now, everyone can have their second to, uh, you know, be angry with me. But, come on, it's racing. We're a family in general. I can, like, I'm not going to go into the whole last episode thing, but um, I think, I just, I think Hurlings can do it. But, see, I say that, I just said that, and it just popped in my mind. I'm like, we do have the home field advantage of Redbud and... Tomac's no slouch. <laughs> if uh, watching the national season taught you anything, it's that Tomac can put some laps down. It's I go back and forth. I really think Hurlings can do it. And then I'm like, man, like Tomac's like Tomac's for real. And we're not even that's not even mentioning Cairoli, Roxon, DeSalle, Noggle. I mean, all those guys. It's just oh, I can't wait. Like I said, I hope it's just going to be a juggernaut slugfest. I'm really hoping that's what it's going to be. But I think, I'm going to go ahead and say it, I think Hurlings is going to win the big bikes, the 450s. That being said, before we continue in the 450s, I think the U.S. will take the overall. I think the U.S. will win it. Maybe that's a little biased because I'm from the good old U.S., but I think they'll end up winning it. Um, I think, obviously, the Netherlands and... Italy both have good chances just because they're led by, um, you know, the top guys over there. And then obviously rocks and something, something you learned about something I learned about rocks and not that I learned about rocks but I grew to really love about rocks and it's his determination. I felt like before he got right before he got his wrist injury, who am I to stand above someone else and, you know, judge their character. In my opinion, that seemed like he was getting a little cocky. But that being said, his grit and determination and how he improved through the AMA series is just unbelievable in my opinion. I think Roxon, um, he has so much of my respect, and I've always liked Ken Roxon, but he has so much of my respect for how he um, advanced and continued to step forward and forward, and I cannot wait for, obviously, the Supercross season, but especially next um, outdoor season. I think Rocks can really get up there and um, give Tomac a good, good, good run for his money for going for a second title in a row. So that being said, as we tick past the 14-minute mark towards 15, I think Hurlings is going to win it. Um, man, I just keep I keep hashing that out. That's this is why I've been so excited. I've been hashing it out in my head for maybe even months, weeks at least. At least weeks. About, nah, Hurlings has gone there. Sure, Tomac. And then, obviously, Cairoli. Cairoli would be, like, counting out. Um, Well, he's he's the most... um, What's the phrase I'm thinking of here? The most well-decorated out of the riders, um, racing-wise... Because yeah, Pastrana. <laughs> Racing wise, he has I think eight world championships. Eight world championships. What are you? Eight world championships. So obviously, counting Cairoli out would be, for the lack of a better term, 
insane. Obviously, then you have Roxon, like I said earlier with Ferrandez, it's kind of a coming home party for him just because he came from that circuit on the on the KTM 250s. I was watching old footage of him actually battling with Hurlings when they're both, well, Hurlings still on a KTM, but when they're both on KTMs. Um, and I think, man, I, I'm just so excited for this. I, like, no matter what happens, I'm going to be, I'm going to enjoy watching it no matter what. I've, I haven't been this excited. I don't know if I've ever been this excited for motocross of nations. Um, granted I didn't like broadcast the broadcasting schedule back in the day wasn't as good as it used to be. So, um, I know there's like Villapoto's infamous or not infamous technically, but famous 2007 MX of nations run. I missed that. <laughs> Because it was, it was supposed to record on our television and for whatever reason, it got messed up. So I missed that. And then obviously I kept up with motocross of nations also. Um, I didn't watch a whole bunch of it. Like I, I didn't really understand it at the time. I didn't really make sense to me why, not even why, but like what the weight it carried, but like for this year, maybe it's just cause I'm back into motocross and I just so strongly love it but I'm just so 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 pumped for uh, this motocross of nations obviously contenders I made a short list um, just of four from the list that I made above Barsha obviously DeSalle obviously Noggle I've always liked Noggle um, I've always liked watch Noggle ride Koldenhoff and Van Horbeek it's just the field is so stacked so stacked Man, this is going to be epic. I think I made a note just to watch Puerto Rico just because, you know, I have one more controversial thing to say, but I'm, I'm going to save it for another episode because we've, <laughs> I've probably already started enough wildfire under my, under my own camp here. Oh my God. He, he picked hurlings over Tomac or he, you know what I'm saying? But, um, Puerto Rico, I'm very excited for Puerto Rico. Just they'll just be interesting to watch, and I've been keeping up with Pastrana training. Not really, like, not like keeping up, but like everything that I've seen, uh, he looks like he's riding pretty good. So, obviously, um, I saw Wyndham's bike. That looks fantastic. I love the look of Hondas. I would jump ship to Honda from Cowie until Cowie made the KX450, 19 KX450. Wow. I want one so bad. <laughs> I thought about doing an episode on that. Plus, I just posted a photo on my Kevin Duver one word um, Instagram page about uh, my buddy Kyle's KX450. So mint. So clean. I love the 2019 KX450. I cannot wait to get one. Anyways, so obviously Puerto Rico. Um, so like I said, the U.S. I think wins it all, but I think hurling beats Tomax. Hurlings beats Tomax. Too many S's, Kevin. Hurlings will beat Tomac. <sighs> Just let that soak in for a second. So excited. So excited. I will be off the grid. Off the grid indeed. <laughs> During this whole race, I'm going to be watching it Sunday is the plan anyways. Uh, my dad and I were going to watch it at his house. And uh, I'm going to be off social media, not going to look at any of it because anything that I happen to miss, you, I guarantee I will see on social media and it's just going to, if it just ruins it for me, man, I'm going to be so fired up. I'm just, I'm going to click record on this 
H4N Zoom, and I'm just going to let them have it. Not, I don't know who them is. Technically you, because you're the one listening. Thank you, by the way. But um, I just, I don't want anything spoiled. I'm already keeping up with, you know, RV went live, and Roxon went live, and keeping up with MXGP Instagram page. It's just going to be so sweet. So sick. All right. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much all I had to talk about. This episode was uh, over 20 minutes. So let's just cut it off here because, like I said, I want to keep this as short as possible. I went over my predictions. I think the U.S. wins it all overall, I should say. But I think the 250s and 450s are just... They're stacked fields, especially the four. Oh man, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep repeating myself. So, um, have a good time watching it, guys. Um, I have some friends there live that are gonna be watching it live. Um, super jealous. Like I said, I enjoy watching stuff from on TV, but the experience would be next level. I'm sure being there live. So I hope they have a good time. I hope the rain clears off. That would be the best case scenario, in my opinion. But. We will have more discussion after the race. How's that sound? So, it's Friday night. Hit me up. Instagram, YouTube, this podcast. Leave a message. Send me a message. Send me a comment. Do whatever you want. But let me know what your predictions are. Um, if you're going to rage about me picking hurlings over Tomac, I don't care. <laughs> Not to be a jerk, but you wouldn't care if I criticized your opinion either. So... Let me know what you think. And uh, I will talk to you guys later. Vlog is about to go up. Makeshift vlog. I kind of spilled my heart out. Not really, but a little bit on this one. Just being grateful and thankful and everything like that. So uh, if you guys want to check that out, thank you. Moto Convo's YouTube page. This is Kevin Duver signing off from Moto Convo on Anchor FM. Brop, brop. No, no, you know what I'm saying, bye.